Hey everyone, welcome to the Magical Healing the World podcast. My name is David, here with my lovely wife, Ms. Megan. Hey everyone. And we have an awesome show for you today. We just got back from our second initiation in the Amazon jungle with our incredible teachers that have been working with this medicine for decades and not just them working with their teachers and their teachers' teachers. In fact, in our lineage, where it was specifically with ayahuasca, uh, the top master in our lineage, Maima Angelica, I'm so proud that she is a female, and she's been working with the medicine for over 70 years. So we just got back from that experience. We're going to be talking about our Amazon jungle experience. We're going to be talking about, uh, we also got to check out our land. For those of you that have been following, you know, we actually, Megan and I bought land with our teachers out there to build an app in Colombia to build an absolutely beautiful divine healing retreat center. Uh, God's placed that in uh, Megan and I's heart for a while and we bought land. So that's the building process has started. We're going to talk about how that's going, uh, plans for that. And we're also going to be talking, giving you some updates on a really exciting juice fast, you know, uh, healing fruits are the way we're going to be giving some good info on that and, uh, some really other just exciting updates. Magical has been doing as we continue to grow, evolve and continue this mission of helping people heal on the deepest levels and creating multiple avenues so people can find healing and reach these beautiful medicines, overcome that super powerful, unfortunately indoctrinated fear that holds so many people because the faith and spirit within you is greater than anything out there and is greater than that fear. So a lot of good stuff to talk about. Uh, first off, Amazon jungle, as most of you that have been listening know from our first, uh, episode on the jungle, if you haven't heard it, highly suggest going back and listening to our first Amazon jungle experience. Um, I had a completely different experience this time, so oh, yeah. I was really thankful for that. Still powerful, but yeah, if you listen to my our podcast on that episode about our last experience, completely different experience. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, you know, we worked with the ayahuasca medicine for quite a while, lost the number of ceremonies that we've uh, done with our teachers and transitioned to training with our teachers and uh, the first, you know, that Amazon jungle experience, it comes to you in a very sacred way when it calls to you and when, when you're ready for it, really. And the very first experience was very difficult, very difficult for both of us. It was very much uh, diving into the shadows, diving into healing deep, deep, deep layers, going to the deepest parts of our souls and finding what needed to be brought to surface, what needed to be healed uh, in a very powerful way. The, and and after that, the universe aligned it, and we were uh, initiated and approved to serve this this sacred medicine. This one was very different. Still, like Megan said, still very powerful. And no matter what, the Amazon, this the, the, this medicine out there will find what you need in that moment. But it was more light. It was more light. Uh, it was more about uh, an initiation to continue to grow within ourselves to serve in the best capacity. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong. On night two, I definitely went through it for <laughs> for about a good two hours. Um, but it was just a fraction of what I experienced the last time. But it was like, oh, yes, I remember this. This is familiar. Yes. So what I'll take you through, we'll go through both nights, just our experiences on both nights, and then uh, some really cool things that happened after, which I'll talk about in a bit too. Um, 
you know, the universe, when you get on this path of healing and medicine, what I've found is things come to you whenever they're supposed to come to you. And sometimes when you pass a test or you pass an initiation, you get a memento. So we'll talk about that too. But for the first night, so there was obviously a lot of anticipation, a lot of nervousness. You're talking about you know, in my experience, the most sacred medicine and known to humanity and in the place it grows with masters. So yeah. So, but not even just having a fear of the medicine, but also like you got to hike in that Amazon jungle. And like, it was again, I'm like, what? They said it'd been dry the whole time. Last time we went, it was rainy season and oh my gosh, very difficult. And this time they said it'd been dry the whole time. So I'm like, yes. Until and then we got there. right when we get there, it starts raining. So I'm like, did we literally bring this rain? Like what? Um, but that too, I handled that too even better, you oh, know, yeah. even more of a champ than I even did last time. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I just got to take a second to say it has been... It's such a, we'll do a whole nother episode on the uniqueness of the uh, twin flame relationship, but it has been so beautiful to see the way Megan has even more so stepped into her power to become just uh, the badass entrepreneur, healer, mushroom shaman that she is. Uh, It's been really, really cool uh, because the last retreat, the the last Amazon experience was uh, really a big test and super difficult. And there was a lot of the same things we went through on this, but the ability to handle it with ease, with with releasing control, and with just a lot of strength was amazing to watch in you. Thank you. <laughs> um, it wasn't as bad as last time, though. It yeah. was a little worse last time. So, um, there's that. Or she just handled it better, one of the two. No. It was- uh, anyway, anyway. Um, yeah, it wasn't quite as bad. You're right. Yeah. Um, but the, so we did have to do that hike through the jungle. That is ominous. And that is an experience in itself. Keep in mind, there's boas, there's anacondas, there's, you don't see them, but they're out there. We did hear jaguars. Well, that's night two. I'm jumping ahead. That was amazing. We did hear jaguars. Ah, okay. I'm going to try not to jump ahead here. Um, so yeah, the first night, uh, there's a, uh, so the, Teacher of our teacher. Most of y'all know about uh, Master Shaman Danilo Jimenez and his wife, Mary Rodriguez. His teacher is uh, Taita King. He's uh, considered out there in the indigenous uh, people in his uh, community as a king shaman, someone that has uh, you know, been through multiple initiations and has earned that uh, title, earned that respect. His name is uh, Taita William, King Shaman William. And then the one that trained him was out there, who is Maima Angelica, who's been serving for 70 years. And when we first went out there, we thought it was going to be... And our teacher, too, still and then there. Our, like our, oh, teachers my gosh. Are, all, are also there. Master ceremony. Shaman Danilo Jimenez, absolutely. Taita Andreas. Taita Andreas. Mary. Uh, Mary. They're all there. So we thought it was going to be one on each night. We get there, and they're all lined up. So they're all sitting that night. They're Amazing. all bringing their songs. They're all bringing their medicine. The music they're all... Absolutely beautiful. And listening to their Icaros was just so beautiful. Um, So the first night, I'll give my experience and then Megan can give what she wants to give about hers and then we can go into the second night. For me, you know, one big practice that has been absolutely huge for me that, uh, you know, and it's a constant practice. It's something that I'm I'm really deeply looking forward to integrating into every day of my experience um, after this few days of rest and recuperation that we're having since the Amazon 
is stillness, the practice of stillness. And again, I have to, when I bring this up, I have to give so much credit to our partners, um, Kristen and James Ratliff of Satsung Adventures. Uh, They're our integration team. We have a whole integration team that we partnered with that uh, teaches stillness. And the practice of stillness has been so big for me. It's like, you know, you're able to quiet everything on the outside, go within and just be with God within you or, you know, whatever resonates with you. But it's just you. And you can really listen to the mind. You can listen to the thoughts. You can allow the thoughts to pass and you can find this quietness and this beautiful stillness, which also from a manifestation standpoint, what I have found is it allows for divine flow of everything to continue to manifest that you want because you're not getting in your own way. But it also just creates beautiful peace, this peace within you that can really be unshattered so long as you continue that practice and stay uh, on those, on the practice of stillness and what it teaches. I say all that because I went into my first night of ayahuasca and I went in thinking, okay, you know, Megan and I serve this medicine and we do healing retreats multiple times a month. I mean, we're always in service and we're very grateful to be, but we're always in service. We're always serving others. We're always serving the medicine. We're always facilitating. So we're always in that practice. This was something for maintenance for us, for us to go to the masters, to continue to work on us, to continue to grow us from these incredible beings that have been uh, working with the medicine for decades and decades. Uh, So I went in with the thought of show me what I can do or what I show me what I need to see or what I need to release or whatever I need to experience to continue to become a better husband, to become a better uh, channel for uh, God, to be a better healing instrument, to continue to work to be God's perfect healing instrument. That's one of my personal affirmations is I am God's perfect healing instrument. And then um, what I can do to continue to become a, a better teacher um, in this in this experience. So went into that, and you know, the first cup, it came on a bit, but she actually gave me an opportunity. She was like, "You have all these tools. Here's your opportunity to practice them." You know, uh, on this path, so many times people can get wrapped up in expecting something to happen. And don't get me wrong, with ayahuasca, a lot can happen. A lot can happen. So not trying to paint a different picture, but sometimes the medicine always gives you what you need, but your perspective is essential. So as nothing came on, I quieted my mind. I went into stillness and she's like, here, you know, stillness has already become so much of a practice for you. Now make it more of a practice for you. So for the first time ever in my life, uh, you know, I do, I, I do 15 minutes every uh, rising to the best of my ability of stillness, uh, which I'm moving up to 30 minutes now. But my point is I've only done 15 minutes. Um, before that, she's like, here's your opportunity. So I literally <clears throat> just sat up and I sat in stillness for two hours. It was it was a little over two hours. I was in complete stillness. There were little times where my mind wandered. There were little times where I got caught up in a thought, but that's normal. But with the mat... With the medicine, I know that contributed to it. The thoughts weren't there as much. I was just perfect peace and stillness. And it was so beautiful. It was just so peaceful. It just had me sit with myself for this long period of time. And, you know, so many of our ayahuasca experiences are explosive and powerful and crazy visions and uh, like all of these things, uh, ego death, death, all these (laughs) things. And this couldn't have been more opposite. It was total peace and serenity. But it showed me that I could sit in stillness for two hours because I I don't know 
It's not that I didn't think I couldn't, it's that I never had. And because of the conditioning, since we're basically born, sitting with yourself in stillness can be a task. It can be difficult, but the more you do it, it is so amazing how much peace comes to the rest of your day. It really is because you're training, you're deprogramming your mind to not constantly be impacted by the external because you are fine just sitting and being. So that was really beautiful for me. And then after that was over, I went and had the second cup and I got, I started to have a little feeling, some visions, and I went up and I felt the King Shaman, he usually doesn't always do this, but he said, we're going to open it up to allow if anyone else wants to express uh, their singing or anything like that at all. And I have an Icaro that I learned from uh, Taita Moises, who is there the second night, an amazing shaman. And I felt called to express that Icaro. So I asked permission, went up and spoke to my teacher, uh, Master Shaman Danilo Jimenez, and um, had the opportunity to sing my Icaro with uh, with those with those masters there, which was uh, special having this little gringo get up there and sing an Icaro. Um, but they, they loved it. They loved it. It was a beautiful experience and, uh, the power of the Icaros I always have a great respect for. And this Icaro specifically has touched my heart since I was first, uh, it was first passed to me by my, uh, teacher from Moises. And then of course I thank Taita Moises for it. And, um, I thought I was going to have some release and some purge, but I actually didn't, uh, all three cups I integrated into myself. And then there was uh, a lot of some things happening with everyone in the room. So, um, it was a very beautiful, serene, peaceful night, which I've never been able to say about a jungle experience, mm-hmm. uh, for my, for my first night, which I'm, uh, quite happy about. And the first night they separated the men and the women, you know, Megan and I, we, depending on the energy and what we're feeling, um, sometimes we sit next, most of the time we sit next to each other cause we're actually serving. Um, but when we're like doing maintenance on ourselves, it's probably 50, 50, but they had us both separate. So I was on one side and Megan was on the other. Um, would you like to share your first night? Yeah. So, <clears throat> excuse me. So same mine was uh so my intention was for it to be gentle because Mm -hmm. you know i'll be honest last time was that was really intense like i really did think i was overdosed (laughs) and physically dying um but i wasn't and it was really profound and i felt amazing by the end but it was definitely uh, a very uncomfortable experience last time for me um, I'd also just had that demonic witch pulled out of me. So I'm sure that had a lot to do with it. Just any remaining bad energy, you know, had to be just ooh, dealt with. So I definitely wanted it to be more gentle this time. But in my experience, I've had like one gentle experience out of like, I don't even know how many times we've done it at this point. So, so I was nervous because this was the jungle again. And this is my first time going back since that experience. So, yeah, I was, whoo, I was nervous. Um, but we had a retreat of people going on there. So I'm like, okay, <laughs> like, you've got you've got to, you know, get it together, oh, so you know, because <laughs> it's not just you and David here this time. So um, I had to put my big girl panties on, you know. And like I said, the hike into the jungle, it started raining, but it was not as bad as last time. So I was just like, okay, I got this. I mean, it definitely sucked. You know, there was hard parts, but I was like, I got this. And I did. Um, So yeah, on night one, though, in the jungle, the ceremony, um, definitely just wanted a gentle experience. And it's 100% what I got. Um, I actually did not, last time they gave me full to the top, 
three cups, you know. At one point, I think the well, no, the other night it was like three cups at once, you know. Mm-hmm. Woo! Um, but this time I talked to the to the shaman and talked to William, and I'm like, please, 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 can we like at least go in smaller this time? I've 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 already done that experience. Can we go in smaller and then add more through the night goes? And he completely was okay with that. Whoo! Thank you. And um, so I actually didn't take three that night, but I took much stronger the following night. So it was a very gentle experience. And then at one point I was like, uh, I should take another cup. Like I just knew, like I should take. I honestly should take another cup, you know. But I, at the same time, I think I needed to experience like the, the, that the jungle can be gentle on me. Mm-hmm. You know, so I could feel comfortable with going deeper again. Because let me tell y'all, last time was super scary for me and so hard. And so I'm just really thankful that I was allowed to have that experience with her. And the Mm. music was amazing. So I was completely aware of the music going on. And I was able to enjoy it. Because, like, these people are, like, not only the most powerful and holy people I've ever worked with. And I've been to other ayahuasca retreats. And they've been great. But, like, this is special, you know. They're uh, they're just special. But the music, they're all, like, really good musicians and have great voices. And it's just incredible. The music's incredible. Um, So, yeah, it was a gentle experience. Um, But then night two... I also knew going into night two because the last time I'm like, I already know these people have no clue. I tried to prepare them, but I'm like, they ain't prepared because night two is a whole different ball game um, in the jungle. And y'all, it is the same medicine as night one. It is just the intention, the power of the intention behind the shaman. You know, uh, the first night we're getting our feet wet, getting acclimated. And oh, one thing I will say about first night is I, I too did not purge. Cannot mm. believe it. Did not purge the jungle medicine. I was like, what? But... I have been taking the medicine and working with it. So I think mm-hmm. she was allowing to like integrate, you know, into mm-hmm. me, which was amazing. I, I was really, really proud of that. I was happy about that. Um, okay. Now night two. So <laughs> night two, I still told him like, look, don't please not the three cups at once. Like, but, um, the intention, like I said, so night one, it was just getting our feet wet. Night two, he mm-hmm. was like, okay, the intention tonight is, this is the night of the healing, right? <laughs> this is the night that you're going to heal. So I was like, Oh my gosh. You know, I, I knew you told that to everyone. I told everyone like, look y'all. And they're like, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, no, I can just tell they have no clue. And they did not. It was because, because they're thinking, Oh, it's the same medicine. Cause people ask like, Hey, is this the same medicine as last night? And then he's like, yes. But I'm like, they have no clue the power of intention. He had a completely different intention. And so, Ooh, it was like a holy sci-fi movie. I mean, I was the first person to purge. <laughs> And, um, it sucks because there, there is no bucket. Like there is this balcony type thing in the Maloka and you have to go across the Maloka and you have to hang your head over the balcony and puke. And so I was the first one to do it. And it's like right when they, like before they play the music, it was like silence. So I'm like, oh my gosh, why is this happening? Like I'm the only one up here. Like, (laughs) um, but then that sucker got full fast. Uh, uh, like, oh my God, to the point where there was no room for anyone else. So I, after I purged, I was like feeling it come on. I'm like, oh, this feels different than last <laughs> night. And I'm walking because you have to go outside of the Maloka to the bath to where the bathrooms are. And in the bathroom, I'm like, I sit down, I'm like, oh shit. It's like starting to hit me hard. I'm like, oh my God, yeah, this is familiar. This is like the... This is like whew, the strongest medicine I've ever felt like last time, right? It was definitely 
not seven hours of it like last time was for me. Um, but it was like, oh my God, here it comes. And so, and I thought I might have been done purging. Well, then I can't even go back into the Maloka. I'm just like, oh shit. And I'm hunched over. I see, but the funny thing is I see David just all of a sudden, like, I'm walking out of the bathroom into just kind of like the forest, not far into the forest, just right outside of the Maloka and or the jungle and and i see david like running running like sprinting out of the maloka like whoa he like ran in front of me and then um he's like starting to purge and when he purges it sounds violent (laughs) i'm like oh my god and then i'm like oh shit i don't feel well so then i'm like hunched over trying to find like a tree stump to sit on but i'm like hunched over trying to purge nothing's like coming out but it needs to and but i was still I was telling myself this is temporary and this is healing something deep. Whenever the medicine makes you feel it's uncomfortable, it's because it's healing something deep. So it's amazing to have those perspectives. They really do help. And it didn't last as long as last time. So it wasn't as intense as last time, which shows that I've actually done a lot of healing and improvement because it was not near as bad as last time. But then I look around and I could not go back into that Maloka for like two hours. I was just that medicine. I was deep in it. And I'm just looking around. I'm like, holy shit, this looks like a crazy movie. Like there was just probably like 10 people, like at least eight. I mean, just all over in different parts of the jungle, just like going through it, purging because like the balcony where you purged inside was completely, there's no room. And it was such strong medicine that a lot of people couldn't even like stand up to purge over that balcony. So I think some people were given some sacks at some point. Um, So I know this sounds horrific, guys, but this is like literally how you heal 30 years of trauma in one night. You know what I mean? It's insane how powerful it is. And the healing that I saw take place in that room, it was just like, whoa, like this is crazy Um, and divine and divine, 100% divine. Um, So, I mean, and that's really the, I will say though, on night one, when it was gentle, I did ask her, I'm like, hey, like, what do I need to do to be my best self, to be a better person? What can I do better? And what, like, what is it? And what came was choose love, like always choose love. So that was a message that came through. Um, But yeah, completely different experience than last time. But it was profound and powerful for everyone. And it was, I mean, that medicine is just really, really powerful there. And for, uh, yeah, my experience in night two, it's very kind of echo what Megan said. The King Shaman's like, it's the intention. You know, this is, he he said to all of us, he's like, this will be the night. This is the night is going to be different. This is going to be the night of the healing. And I'm like, oh gosh, here we go. So I knew, I knew this was going to be bigger. And like Megan said, we had a couple other people there that were there for a retreat, for the retreat and um, that were there for healing. And, you know, while Megan and I are there for uh, the maintenance and the initiation aspect, but we tried to tell them like, you know, this is going to be different, but you know, you, you only know what you've experienced. So let me tell you, within third, I, I took the medicine and right off the bat, I was like, oh, that was big. It was like a big dose. And that's when I knew too. I was like, okay, he's, he's going in on it. So I sat there and then I saw Megan get up. I'm like, all right, she's starting us out. <laughs> then I saw a couple more people get up and I'm like, I'm not feeling bad. I'm not, this isn't too bad. All right, I'm probably going to sit with this for a bit. So I go, I kind of go into my meditation and it seems like maybe a few moments or I don't know how long it was. Sometimes when I go in stillness and meditation, 10 minutes can go by and it seems like just a second uh, in ceremony. And that's what happened. All I remember is I opened my eyes and 
without going too graphic. And you're really only going to understand this if you've set with ayahuasca. So if you haven't, just kind of bear with it. But I felt the purge right at the edge, like immediately. Usually it's a buildup. You have time to get yourself situated and you have time to get where you, it was right there. So I like pull out of my meditation. I look up all the area where people are purging is all full. No way I can go there. So, and I'm usually like pretty controlled. I sprinted right out of that Maloka. Just like she said, she saw me ran outside and it was just releasing, 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 letting all this, uh, really just, uh, yeah, releasing a lot, uh, purging a lot in the woods and it was super intense like last time. But again, I will say it's really beautiful to see the difference because the first time was so intense and so debilitating and so like, Oh my gosh, like hard to explain, but very profound, very beautiful. And the results were absolutely divine, but same medicine. Now I handled it way better. It was definitely still a lot of releasing, a lot of purging um, and yeah, I'm I, glad I didn't take a, a stronger dose. I'll put it that way. Yeah. Yeah. I did not need a stronger dose. That was strong. That was the strongest, smallest dose I've ever had in my life. Yeah. And I look over and I saw Megan over there and you know, it's funny. Usually in ceremony, you kind of stay separate. You go within, but I could, I've, I've done enough work to where I can really feel within me and I can kind of hear the right messages. And I kind of know um, when kind of what to do, what I can and can't do. And it felt right. It felt right to go over there. So I went over there with her, uh, my arm around her and like she was going through her process and something really cool happened. I had a beautiful vision while she was going through this and it was like the light in her heart. Uh, she had this beautiful light in her heart. And while this purging was going on, I saw it like, it was like this trippy traveling. Like my, my hand was on her back. I saw my light go into her too. And her light come into my hand and then like this light went, it was like veins all around her. All her light from her heart was traveling all throughout her body and all her veins. It looked like so hard to explain. Like there's one central area of light where the heart was. And then all these little veins everywhere throughout her body that was also filling with the light. So it was cool to Amazing. see that. It was so beautiful to see that. Um, because, you know, ayahuasca shows you these things for a reason. And that was like happening in those moments, uh, her light's already so bright, but in some way it got even brighter, uh, through this experience. And, you know, that's the thing, the stuff that happens with ayahuasca, yes, the purging is a part of it. That's a beautiful way to heal. But a lot of stuff that happens is unseen. It's like the other ways the medicine works in the spiritual world, in the mind, in the soul, like it's always working in divine, beautiful ways. That's, you know, on a complete side note, why I do my best to, uh, stay unattached, but it's difficult sometimes when people that speak negatively or speak, uh, what they don't know about ayahuasca. Most people that have negative things to say about it have never done it. And it's such a beautiful divine medicine on so many levels. Uh, there's so many unexplainable levels, all the benefits of it. So hey, what about the Jaguar? So yeah, on so I was going to on night two. So yeah, thank when you. The deep healing was going Mary Rodriguez, who's also our teacher. Uh, she, can you hear me? Okay. She uh, called in the Jaguar. And you guys, we heard this. And it was different because if you remember our first podcast about our first jungle experience, it was like this deep growl that we heard in the jungle. This was like a female, probably a high pitch. It was crazy. Like, a yeah. And they did it several times. So, it was yeah. Close. It was so close. So, let me paint the picture for you. When Megan's right, when she said it seemed like a holy sci-fi movie, because I look around, there's like five or six people in the woods just purging, like going at it because everything's full. 
from the Maloka, you can hear all these noises of people purging and some people sobbing and crying. It's just yeah. beautiful. It's all these deep levels of healing, but it was really powerful, really yeah. quick. Yeah. Like within 30 minutes of starting, it was on and it was just so much. I felt like I was in a movie because yeah. everything was happening at once. It was super powerful. Eventually, May, we made our way back into the Maloka, and that's when, yeah, one of our teachers, May Rodriguez, started calling in the Jaguar. She is very powerful, very in tune, as is her husband, obviously, who's the main shaman, the main teacher we work with. And she had a powerful initiation of her own. She started calling in the Jaguar. Those noises started coming through her, and then we heard, it sounded like four or five Jaguars just... <laughs> Like just so super, close. and they kept getting closer and closer to Maloka. So the shamans were looking around, like, "Oh, all right, they're out there." And then a couple people, we had a, a friend with us, or a, a, one of the attendees that became our friend when we met him there. Uh, she, uh, Alicia, she wouldn't mind me saying her name. Uh, she she was in the bathroom. She's like, "Well, I need to go in." So she, and the bathrooms <laughs> are outdoors. So she like ran back into Maloka, uh, but the jaguars did make an appearance. It was beautiful because the first time we heard it once when we came up to the Maloka, the last experience but not like deep during ceremony in ceremony at the end like that was powerful and i tried a new medicine oh so y'all this medicine was like powerful like i loved it and i get real nervous (laughs) trying new medicines okay for good reasoning so and especially when they go up the nose. So, yes, I love the grounding effect from Hoppe or Rape, whatever you choose to call it. Love it. Love the tingles. Love it. But the burning is just like, oh, some of those blends are just really, really intense. And so I don't do it except for during ceremony time. You know, it's not something that I do on a daily basis or weekly basis or anything like that. So... And our shaman, he's amazing, but he's super intense, you know, as far as, like, these experiences with the medicine goes. So, so for example, whenever he gave me rape one time, completely blasted me to the point where they had to come, Mary had to come find me laying in our bathroom floor, like, just completely sprout out on the floor. So, um, I did not, I get nervous if he's going to shoot something up my nose like that. So, um he was getting, he, he was like, are you going to take any more medicine when this is night two in the jungle? I'm like, oh, no, I'm good. I'm good now. And because I went through a deep, deep thing. So I was like, oh, I'm good now. And um, so he's like, well, then I want you, I want to give you this medicine. And I hope I'm even saying it right. Ambrosio. It's right. A, yeah. I think so. yeah. Um, and he gets out. It's, but it looks like, it looks like powdery, you know, kind of like hoppe. I don't know. It was also dark in a maloka and I'm deep been deep on the medicine as well but then he gets out the applicator that he uses to serve hoppe so i was like oh no and he's like no this is beautiful it's gentle and i'm like mm-hmm. and so i was really nervous and he did it and y'all it, there was no burn there was no burn it was quite pleasant and he was like okay go lay down now go back to your space and you know in ceremony go lay down and close your eyes in 10 minutes it's gonna start hitting and i was so nervous because uh, I guess it's pure DMT, and I have smoked DMT before in a ceremony, and whoo, it was really intense, and I just did not want that kind of experience, you know, again right then, and it wasn't. It was completely different, but it was definitely DMT, but, like, the visions were different. Like, in, in smoking DMT, it's just like, wham, 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 all these things flashing, and it's, like, so fast, and and this was just, like, I was astral traveling, and... 
I was seeing all these different like tribal people and like our ancestors, like people like with my third eye that are here that like they are here, but um, I was able to actually see them and I was able to like astral travel up into like the sky and the trees. And I mean, I, it was amazing. Amazing. I've never astral traveled like that. I mean, I, I've somewhat on a ketamine uh, fusion, but I uh, did not like that experience, and I loved this experience. It was just so cool, and the visions were so gentle and so real, and uh, it was a really cool experience. It lasted probably about 20 minutes. It was a little hard to talk a little bit at first and to walk at first after, but I felt so good with that DMT. I just felt so good and so clear, and I just really loved it. And then it affected my dreams in the coming days. I was having, like, for the first time ever, lucid dreams and, like, false awakening dreams. And, oh, man, it was just, it's been really cool. And I hope I get to experience it again. Um, But I did want to speak on that because it was really, really profound for me. Yeah, that was was awesome. I love seeing her have that experience, too. And, um, you know, Hoppe in general, just so everyone's aware, Hoppe is a very safe, amazing medicine that is utilized in many uh, indigenous circles for grounding beforehand. So even if it kind of rocks you for a bit, like uh, it, the yeah, intent, yeah, it's a really beautiful, beautiful medicine. I love seeing her have that experience with the Ambrosia. We tried to get some, but uh, we didn't, there was none available before we left, divine unfortunately. Timing, di- yeah, divine timing. Um, but man, people went through some beautiful experiences in the jungle. There was so much deep healing uh, and, you know, someone... Well, I don't want to give everyone's other people's experiences, but just know really divine things happen, and it was beautiful. And at the end of it, what was really cool is we were gifted these amazing white asaches. Uh, oh, yeah. Megan's uh, Taita Moises, uh, who's an incredible Taita. He's the one that uh, he he works with patients. He works with people every single day and over he's there. My man Helica's son. son, who's the shaman that has been working with it for over seventy years. Um, he's the one that I, uh, he created the Icaro that I sing. He, uh, went to the Amazon and went to these leaves and, but, but wait, he did it y'all after ceremony. Right. So he knew that we had to leave at like 7am, right? After being in ceremony all night, we had to hike through the jungle to go back to the airport. To go, <laughs> that was crazy. And so he left ceremony at like, I don't know, probably like what, 4am mm-hmm. or something. And he went into the jungle and pulled all the leaves to make uh, our white asachis, or also known as chocopas, um, from the Amazon jungle. So we got it from this master shaman in the Amazon jungle, and he's so loving and amazing, but yeah. it was such an honor. And then you... Yeah, so, um, you know, my main teacher, master shaman Daniel Jimenez, came over to me at the end, and he gave me his white asacha. Like, he passed it down to me. And I can't tell you what that means to me. I've seen him work with that Wida since the beginning. Since the beginning. I've seen him cast out so many demons. I've seen him uh, help heal so many people. I've seen him do so much just divine holy work with that Wida. For him to pass that down to me is just beautiful. It means the world. So that was so special to me. And then seeing Megan get to receive one from 
uh, Taita uh, Moises right from with the power of the Amazon jungle and the energy of the Amazon jungle in those leaves and to make it like these white are so powerful and we're so yeah. incredibly so grateful we, never get them here. we were so nervous that yeah. we get pulled in custom oh I know and now we can utilize these at our experiences and bring the energy of those two powerful spiritual gifts uh, to the ceremonies they're for healing and they're for uh, cleansing you know they're protective and for cleansing yes they're for cleansing and healing and protection and pulling things off of people and giving sending love basically uh, it works in multiple ways but the intent you can actually in ceremony with the way the medicine works, you can put your intention and it'll flow through you, your arm into your hand into the Wida and you can send love and light to people from the Wida. Yeah. It's like an extension of your hand. Right. And the way, uh, master shaman Daniel explained it is it's like an angel's wing. It creates wind. It creates wind like an angel's wing. So that when he does that, think of it like you have an angel's wing that's attached to your arm and you can send love and stuff from it. And that's how the shamans, that's how he uses it and how he was trained to use it. Uh, so it's a very powerful spiritual tool uh, that comes to you when it's supposed to come to you. And they came to us. So it was really, really yeah, exciting. Amazing. We're very grateful for it. And we're very happy to be able to utilize these in our upcoming events for people that feel called to our experiences. They're going to get some really beautiful power uh, and energy from the Amazon and from our teacher. Uh, on top of that, something else that came to us was our cup, our ayahuasca cup. Our ayahuasca yeah. cup is actually a shell of a seed from the Amazonas. Um, we asked, it came to us, and that's the exact thing that uh, tight uh, King Shaman William uses as well. And uh, asked permission, and it was fully granted. And our teachers were so happy for that, too. So we actually have a very special Amazonas ayahuasca cup with the energy of the Amazon in the cup that we're going to be serving at our experiences. It's going to be powerful. Um, So, yeah, that was our Amazon jungle experience. Uh, You know, coming back from that, we're taking a few days to rest up, but we're also doing a 10-day juice fast just to switch gears for a second. Those of you that have been following, you know how much we are advocates of uh, fruitarianism and juicing specifically. Fruit juicing is so powerful. We've done five-day juice fasts. We've done 23-day fruit fast, but this 10 day juice fast is going to be really powerful for us. And in November, we're intentionally taking three months and not doing any kind of work, anything at all outside of finishing our book. Uh, but November 15th to February 23rd, we're doing a 100 day juice fast. To remove the mucus placoid. Right. Get rid of that mucus placoid and fully cleanse and energize our body. Uh, to the highest degree. So uh, this 10 day will be a good little just mini one to do. We're in day two right now feeling great. We also have, and it is June, I think 17th or 18th. But uh, so I don't know if you're listening to this now or you listen to this on another day. But for the next uh, nine days, we'll be doing a juice fast. We have a free support group. It's a Marco Polo support group. We have about almost 20 people on it right now. Uh, It's totally free. We just update everyone on the juices we're drinking and giving encouragement. And multiple people are talking about the juices, sharing recipes, what juicers to utilize, all that stuff. You're more than welcome. Shoot me an email. Super chill. Yeah, shoot me an email at david at magical.com if you want to jump into that. Uh, or just hit me up on any of the social platforms. Uh, respond mostly on Instagram at Magical Heels. Um, the juice fasting has been uh, almost as profound as ayahuasca in my life. So it's very powerful, and there's deep programming against it too. But 
people, most, I was like that in the beginning. Most people can't wrap their brain around it, but it is profound. And the mushroom spirit told me a long time ago on a journey, but it took me two years to actually finally like get it and embrace it and do it. And like, wow. Then it's like, why didn't I do this a long time ago? Yeah, sometimes you're going to feel worse before you feel better. It's going to bring things up to me, you know, heal. But it removes the blockages so the body can self-heal. And it is divine. And it is God food. And we are God selves. So uh, it is the ideal. If you're if you're wanting to heal, it is the ideal uh, fast to do, you know, to, to heal. And it can be quite pleasant. You know, I make wonderful juices. But it can also bring up emotions and all sorts of things, I'm told. I haven't gone that far in one to experience that yet. But I'm sure in uh, those 100 days, I will uh, update you all on that. So we are day two into our juice fast. It's actually feeling pretty good already, although the first three days are usually the toughest. Uh, so yeah, by day five, I feel like I'm thriving, though. Like my trainer's up and the weight's on me. Or making the workouts harder for me, and I just have so much energy, and yeah, I, I don't even get that hungry. That's the thing. It's like a handful of grapes can keep me full for a long time and energize. It's wild. And um, so, yeah, we just wanted to recap our Amazon Jungle experience, talk about the juice fast we're hitting off. And we have so many exciting things coming up next year. We're going to be working on finalizing our 2023 schedule uh, yeah, in the next the couple weeks. That we have it narrowed down to our uh, Bali, Thailand, uh, Maldives, Santorini, Nicaragua. Costa we're already Nicaragua. we've already done. Uh, we're already booked for Nicaragua, Italy, Belize, uh, Belize. and then I want to do. Uh, there's a place, amazing place in the Nicoya Peninsula of Costa Rica that I definitely. Uh, I'm looking into booking as well. So lots of cool places. We're going to be narrowing it down to probably five. Yeah, five international. Yep. And then we've got uh, our five-day October. Yep. Wait, what else? Uh, we have another thing. No. Oh, uh, surprise. Yeah, we have – so next year we're going to have likely five international retreats. We're still finalizing those. We'll be letting you all know about that in the coming weeks. And uh, we also – yeah, the we, we've also launched something that we think is really special. Um, you know, these retreats in full transparency, the international retreats tend to uh, cost a good amount to do. So because of that and the value, the value is beyond there. It is like the deepest level of healing while you're having a vacation with masters of masters that come out there to work on these things like our teachers and all that. Uh, so the the cost, the the value exchange can be quite high. Uh, for the international retreats, but it's worth every penny. What we wanted to create was something that was quick, efficient, very impactful, but cost effective. Now, to be transparent, it's not our full team Correct. of people. And it's not and the it's full not formula. The full formula. Um, it is two nights of ayahuasca and two very powerful nights of ayahuasca, mind you. We wanted to create something that was no more than three to $400 a night, but was still, so people that still really called to this medicine, but weren't financially at the space to uh, pay for the international ones yet could still experience this beautiful medicine and experience this healing. So we created what we call blessing ceremonies, which are short two and a half day experiences uh, that are local uh, that, you can still experience the medicine and it's no more than three to $400 a night when we do these yeah, experiences. And there's still yoga and there's still a sound healing. Yep. Yoga, yeah. sound healing. There's still the ice bath it, to far infrared sauna experience too, which is powerful after ceremony. 
Yeah, absolutely. And then still the juicing, the juices, and the raw yummy foods that are delicious and healing. Yep. We, and a cacao ceremony and do, a mushroom microdose for the following yeah, day. We do mushroom microdose. So it is a powerful, powerful two and a half day transformative experience but still very cost effective for those that uh, aren't at the place to do the international retreats yet. Or able to get the time off. Correct. A lot of people can't get those that many days off because they are 10-day retreats for the full extensive formula that Magical utilizes. Um, So yeah, we launched those, which is really exciting. Uh, We are still finalizing the rest of the year's schedule. I do feel we will have probably two more blessing ceremonies by the end of the year. Uh, If that calls out to you, I could not suggest more reaching out and securing a spot just because we've done one of these and we launched the second one and they fill up within a few days. Uh, The blessing ceremonies filled up very, very quickly. The next one we launched in early July is already full and we haven't launched another one yet, but they, we are going to be doing probably two more by the end of the year and they fill up very quick. We only take 11 people at a time. Um, and that'll be it. But uh, we have a lot of exciting things happening. Uh, we love you all so much. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your support. Um, we do have our Belize retreat just to give you a quick rundown of magical offerings. We still have about, uh, we're just beginning to market the Belize retreat. Um, plenty of spots open up for that. Uh, we'll have a few blessing ceremonies left. I do have my six week, very powerful mentorship container where I mentor you for six weeks. It's life. It's very transformative going within you, leading you back to the deepest part of yourself to find peace, manifestation, co-creation of whatever you want to create in your life. That is kicking off August 1st and that's available. So any of these that call to you, hit us up on Instagram at Magical Heals, M-A-E-G-I-C-A-L Heals, H-E-A-L-S, or shoot me an email at david at magical.com, and I would love to chat with you more about it. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, We have a lot of very exciting episodes coming up. Do you want to speak on that? Yeah. So again, I keep speaking. The fruit keeps coming up, right? Uh, It's profound, you guys. It's powerful. And so there's a lot of other people that I want you to hear their testimonies, you know, of how uh, the fruit juicing and the raw fruitarian uh, diet has been so transformative and healed them of things that they thought could never be healed. They were told that could never be healed. And a lot of people think that they're fat. A lot of people are just really inflamed. It's all inflammation. Um, And so that too goes away very quickly. And so you, and your skin glows. I mean, it's just, it's really, really so powerful. And so I'm really looking forward to interviewing uh, many people that have experienced this kind of healing um, because that way it's super accessible to everyone. Everyone can do this and can heal from anything and everything. And so it's not a one-all fix-all. You know, our formula is ayahuasca and it's the mushroom mindset reprogramming ceremony as well as this diet. Um, so Lifestyle. Lifestyle, correct. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. So thanks for tuning in, everyone. We have so much love for you all, and happy healing. Happy healing.